This storm will kill you. Look, look, look! I'm telling you! You know what I mean, folks? But if rich people aren't looking out for us, who is? It makes no difference which one of us you vote for. Either way, your planet is doomed. You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, all the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the forehead, and uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the Our Take Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the Our Take Podcast, episode 136. I'm Brian. I am Spencer. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's February 19th, 2023. On this day in history... U.S. troops land on the Japanese island of Iwo Jima. Jima. Iwo, Iwo Jima. Jima. <laughs> Iwo Jima. Uh, of course, the famous photo of four Marines erecting a U.S. flag. One of the best-known images. They of World erected War II. a flag on Iwo Jima. Is that what? Yeah. What's going on with you today? I don't know. Iwo Jima. Iwo Iwo Jima. Uh, right. Here's one for you. You might know the year. Oh, that was 1945, by the way. Here's yeah, one though. Obviously. I. I this day in history, Iberia Airlines Flight 610 crashes. Oh, I don't know. All 148 people on board died. Blamed on the pilot. Obviously. Of course. 1985. Oh, well, that's the year I was born. So That's true. I mean. And just one year later, the Mir space station is launched. Not related. Yeah. Not related. The thing's gone, right? It crashed. Did it burn up? I think so. They just let it. I remember that. I remember that happening. Yeah. It was a thing. That'd be cool. That'd be cool to see. You know what? Like a meteor shower? I want to... A mirror shower? Something I learned the other day, which maybe I already knew, but maybe I didn't, and it was interesting. I was... I've got... Uh, what's his name on my um, on my feed now, because I watched like two of his videos. Uh, oh, come on. Neil? Yeah. How did I know? I don't know. How did I know? I Neil know. deGrasse Tyson? We're talking about space. Yeah. And he's talking to the guy, this guy about um, heat shields, yeah. and how they're not necessary. What do you mean? Well, why the, would the the atmosphere? You can just go into the atmosphere. Yes, but yeah, you you just can't like the reason there's a like the you know that we see in the movies and the TVs where things are burning up is because we do that on purpose. Because we, that's how we slow down the spacecraft. Right, right. We don't I ha- never put that together. We don't have enough fuel. Yeah, all you need is retro rockets, and you can land. You, there's no, like, I guess what I'm saying is there's the atmosphere isn't some magical sphere that no. you have to pass through. They would it's need, just air. Right. And the friction against the air creates heat creates the heat so when you enter the atmosphere at 18,000 miles per hour there's a crap load of friction right and that's that I believe that's the orbit what they're how fast they're going right or 11,000 right. something like that the space shuttle used to come in at Mach 26 yeah I don't that's so if we had the fuel to slow down enough yeah far enough out right because right. if you start to slow down in orbit you just fall in <laughs> well, which would be fine. But if you're coming back from, like, the moon. If you just fall in, that's totally well, fine. You would you fall in. You just need the retro rockets right. before you land. <laughs> you would fall in You would fall in too soon, though. So you would need both. You would need rockets that keep you 
up in space and then rockets that slow you down. Right. Because as, as soon as you start to slow down, you start falling towards the Earth. Right. So, yeah. Right. Or if on the way back from the moon, you slowed way, way down. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. even I don't but know. But it would it would be the power requirement is absurd. Yeah. No, that's why yeah. we don't do it. Because right. But I just I never put that together for some reason. Have we ever talked about the the heat shield like cells that they have on the space shuttle that you can like touch? Yeah, we've we did we watch a video on this? Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you, multiple times they put them in like an oven. It's like yeah. fourteen thousand degrees, and the guy pulls them out. Yeah, they're cool. You should. Find that video. It is because yeah. you can touch them on the the ends. Yeah. We could probably talk about things we've talked about in every episode because I don't think people. Well, I don't know how many people not. listen to every. But episode. I'm pretty sure we talked about them when we came back from Florida, <laughs> and I know we talked about <laughs> them like at least one to two years yeah, ago. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, oh, by the way, I didn't plug our our stuff. Oh yeah, go for it. You should. You can find us at the Arctic Pod. That's our handle at the Arctic Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Or Go to the Artakepodcast.com. Have you posted anything on TikTok recently? Uh, no, it's been a little bit. But you can find clips of shows. You can watch some of our whole shows on the website. I mean, we had 4.5 million views, I know. and then we just let it drop. We let it this drop. This is exactly what happened. You know, this is a this is a this is an internal problem for us yeah. that we need to look into because we, let we opened yeah. for Hoobastank and Amberlin, yeah. and then we just were done. We let it's like we reach a pinnacle, and then yeah. we're just like, eh. it's totally true. We we reach <laughs> an apogee, if you will. Like if and we were to get if we were to get two hundred thousand listeners on one episode, we probably wouldn't do another episode. No, 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 we'd it would end. Like we'd just yeah. be like, well, it would end. It's not gonna get any better than this. We might as well just <laughs> that's our track record. End on a high note. Yeah, <laughs> that that video that was the uh, the bathroom theory, right? Yeah, on TikTok. I don't know why that got that because it was funny. Hash- it and was funny. Not, it was it was relatable. Funny, relatable is the oh, key it to was fun- is is this sick t- TikTok success. We had the. Uh, the bill in North Carolina at the time, right, to ban transgenders from their bathroom. They no, it had nothing to do with. Well, that. I know it didn't have anything to do with that, but we called it men's bathroom theory. Oh, maybe. Cause, oh, it's because critical race theory. Could anyway, be. it doesn't Could matter. Be. TikTok and their algorithm. I kind of think they just do their own thing. <sighs> I got a. I did. Uh, I did something stupid on Facebook the other day. Oh no! Because I always end up randomly getting into videos, even though I don't. And. You, you, Facebook is the worst for that, by the way. They have like 15-minute videos of nothing. I know. Okay. But I got into a video of Trump. <laughs> but yeah. it was it piqued my interest because he was talking about a flight on Air Force One. Okay. And I was like, okay. Right. Uh, so I'm listening, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to get ever since. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so now you've got all Trump videos? Yeah, now oh, I'm I freaking see. radical I right-wing see. Republican. <laughs> Man, I have my whole f- – at least I shouldn't say my whole feed. M- half of my feed on TikTok is bad policing. Well, yeah, that's what you. I have a pretty, I have a pretty, uh, unique, not unique, but uh, varied TikTok feed. I don't get a lot of one thing on TikTok. I have so many, man, and it. That's why I talk about that. Sooner or later, anecdotes become statistics, right? Yeah. And this is why I have a problem with police because there's. It's just. It's. It's not like I'm watching the same video. It's yeah. not the same cop. Yeah, these are all different. They come right. up on my on my thing. I should start keeping an well, Excel sheet, <laughs> so you can see how they're well, all different. You need to find some good cop videos, and then maybe it'll balance it out. They don't exist. Mm. That's what I'm saying. That's that's the problem I have. Like, I n- listen. We're gonna talk about this. Let's just talk about it now. Let's just talk about it now. No, it's too heavy to talk about <laughs> right now. 
I want to talk about AI okay. That's f- <laughs> and how it's killing us all. <laughs> okay. Oh, man, AI. Did I tell you about this book I'm listening to? Before uh, you talk about your thing? You, well, you were talking the space one? Yeah. The aliens come? So I finished The Expanse. I'm waiting for them to make a movie of it or a TV yeah. series because it sounds interesting. And the Expanse was really good. I just started book two of, of this one called The Expeditionary Force by Craig... Uh, there's a thing that's covering the, the author. <laughs> Al- Allenson. Craig Allenson. I think it might be better than The Expanse. Now, it's a totally different concept, but uh, it's it's really, really good. So, anyway. There's an AI in the... It's, AI is part of one of the main parts of the plot of this book. That's why you reminded me. But I cut off your story. Go ahead. AI killing us. Oh, I don't know. It's just going to kill us all eventually. That's um, it? That's it? No, no. I <laughs> Next have more. topic. <laughs> I have more. Okay. Milmar. What's Milmar Pictures has optioned an expeditionary force for a TV show? Milmar? Oh, that was a long time. That was 2019. That's only three. That's not even three years ago. No, I know. No, it is three years ago. A little over three, <laughs> three years ago. That'd be it, honestly, is, what is Milmar? I think it would be. It's probably a production company. It would make a better. I think it would make a better series than The Expanse. I really do. Well, it sounds interesting. It just yeah. depends how well done it is, because you can take a good book and yeah. totally screw it but up. But I think you'd like it because I like the concept a lot. Yeah, it sounds very interesting. And like Star Trek, multiple right uh, species or races of aliens. You know, I think I like it because. I'm always hopeful that if we do get invaded by aliens, there will be other aliens that save us. Right, right. <laughs> I'm hopeful for yeah. that. And that's that's not a spoiler. That the very first chapter of this book, Earth gets invaded by one race of aliens. Mm-hmm. You call them species or race? I guess species. Species, one species, and another species comes in to save us. That's just chapter one, but it, it gets really good. Anyway. Um, I don't know. All the AR, AI art has been bugging me lately. Ah, because you can uh, even Shutterstock has an option now, or you can just go type something in and it tries tries and makes it, and it 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 has a pretty decent success rate. Yeah. No, oh, I've played with the free ones. Yeah, and it's just like, oh man, so I'm screwed. <laughs> oh, because you're a graphic artist, <laughs> right? Yeah, I I'm torn on the art piece. I think just like everything else, we there's the problem you're running into is the blurring of the line, mm-hmm. right? There's no delineation between human-made art and AI art anymore. And that's scary. Apparently, some churches are using AI bots to preach. <laughs> uh, that's what, that's what I'm, the next thing I was going to go to would be like AI in text, right? right. That's scary. When we talked about before, like two years ago, remember Elon was heavily invested in that AI that would write mm-hmm. uh, copy. Right. And he oh, shut it right, down. Right, right, right. Because it was so scary. You could like you could put in a few keywords and it would write a whole story that made sense. Right. That was one hundred percent fake. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, and so it's just a matter of time before Fox, something like Fox News, starts to use AI to write stories. I'll tell you where it's really scary though. Huh. This isn't necessarily AI, but the deep fake stuff. Yeah, I saw a pretty convincing oh, Joe Biden one the other day. I saw a Harrison Ford one. Oh where yeah. Where it was his old self no, talking. That was well that's from the movie. That's the movie people that did it. Right. But, it's yeah. crazy. It's and scary. To be fair, they did that because there's a we're able to do it so convincingly is because there's a boatload of Industrial Light and Magic has a boatload right. of Harrison Ford footage well, from that a- when he was that age right. from Star Wars and did, Indiana was Jones. Was the clip you saw when he was just talking about yeah, that yeah, though? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, no, like it on was. The re- on a red carpet but or something. But that's what he that's what they're doing is they're taking yeah. all his and they were uh, you know, they're able to like 
masked it and uh, do all sorts of crazy right. nonsense. But anyway, w- the story that I saw is that uh, there's a indie autonomous challenge. Indie as in independent. Uh, as in indie car. Indie car. Okay. <laughs> right. And um, so all these um, these car companies or these no AI more, companies. No more race car drivers. What yeah, they're building these uh, AI race cars to race each other. And it's being funded in order to help improve eventually, uh, you know, have it translate to uh, so it, autonomous driving. In they're, they're basically proving that it's not a sport. <laughs> There's no human element. No, there. Well, I I watched a few videos the other day about the, the some of crew. the drivers <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, oh, they're crazy. That's exhausting for them because of yeah. how like they have to be really strong and and and. Yeah. No, and like the show about F1 and stuff. Right. It's crazy. I'm not necessarily saying it's well, not, it's not the a same, sport. It's the same as with when we send up that AI F-16 that beat – we talked That's about that true. years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That beat uh, the real pilot but it's multiple times. Like if uh, – what's that, what's that company that makes the robots? Boston, Boston something. Boston Dynamics. Dynamics. If they started like a basketball league mm. that was all robots, would it be watched as much as humans mm. – that's what I'm. A- that, well, no. that's why. I'm, that's why I'm asking. You know, so <laughs> yeah. if Indy's cars or oh. like NASCAR switch no. to. Uh, no, I don't think that's the point of this. Oh, the point of this is just to, to show it as a. Uh, so it's not in the works to like switch. No, oh, okay. no. The point of it is to improve autonomous driving for us. Oh, okay. Is to is to just build these cars out and and have them go race because what better. What better way to you know right. to to train them to or to learn the data see. from okay. than going you know 180 <laughs> miles per hour? I jumped to a conclusion there, which was that the promoters are looking to get rid of the drivers. <laughs> that was the conclusion I jumped to. No, it's the the challenge here organized by Energy Systems Network, uh, IAC. So it's university teams. Uh, from around the world compete in a series of challenges to advanced technology that can speed the commercialization of fully autonomous vehicles and deployments of advanced driver-assisted uh, systems. To increase safety and performance, the competitors are platformed to s- uh, for students to excel in science STEM. Do you think... Um, I get the feeling, and maybe it's just because of my algorithms, mm-hmm. that like by and large people are opposed to autonomous driving. And I don't really understand why. There, I would say that there is like general probably feeling. more people that would be opposed to that than less. Actually, I think there are more people who are opposed to the idea of just ev- every you know changing it on all cars. No mm. one w- people want to be able to drive, uh, and I understand that driving driving's fun. It's also terrible sometimes. It's dangerous. And, and it's when ter- you yeah. really step back and think about how stupid driving is, yeah. Um, and couldn't we do like? What they need to do is is switch like certain things, like interstate freeway driving no, yeah. is autonomous. And well, not only that, but what it would really help with is fuel efficiency, accidents, traffic, uh, traffic. Um, I watched a great TikTok where the guy's like, you know, if we're all at a red light, and everyone had AI, it would you would be there seconds because everything there'd be no accordion effect right which is right. what happens now is the yeah. the guy s- the light turns the guy waits a few seconds cuz he's dicking around the guy behind him waits is, until there's enough is gap. on his phone so he yep. misses the you know yeah. 
and then I'm in the back there like, go! Yeah. Go! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the accordion effect would go away. Whereas if it was AI, everyone would just move. Right, like a train. Instantly. It would be like a train. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it would be like that on the highway. You know, people, yeah. you you would not... Imagine a lane ending. You would not be able to go, you know, speed at 100 or 90 miles per hour. Oh, but you also wouldn't get but stuck you wouldn't behind get stuck someone. Behind some because even if you're driving 90 miles per hour, you're going to average out to the same as right. everybody else. And no one, the MythBusters, rarely, yeah. rarely do you get there any faster when you no. speed on the interstate. The MythBusters bust during that. rush hour. Yeah. Speeding during rush hour has to be the dumbest freaking thing. It's so annoying when when it's rush hour. There's traffic and someone's tailgating you, and you're like. Right. What? <laughs> yeah. what? So you move over and then they stop, right? They right stop and you, you get right behind them. And yeah. You're just like, yeah, All it's right, true. Bro. Imagine a lane ending, though, on the freeway, right? There's a lot of arguments about are you supposed to wait till the end? You're supposed to zipper. To zipper. But if everybody was AI, they no, would, the computer would, would just figure it they out. They would just do it and yeah. there would be zero interruption. Right. There would be no traffic ever. Yeah. So that's the advantage. And I mean, I know people, uh, people are hesitant because they have PCs. And PCs crash all the time, <laughs> and so. Yeah. But what what they don't also understand is that airplanes are run by these same systems. Right. And rarely do those systems cause airplanes for to like have problems. What thirty years now? Um, autopilot was in. Let's see. Flying started in nineteen hundred. Actually, yeah. And the autopilot, I think, was invented in nineteen twelve. Really? Yeah. Because flying sucks. Right. <laughs> it's right. not. It's it's really it's challenging. It's not, uh, yeah. But I mean, that was just with counterweights and and uh, using a gyroscope. But right. now it's it's super complex, and uh, the plane can take off and land. And it's it's policy for all the airlines to turn it on as soon as they take off, because it's more comfortable for everyone. Right. And um, that's sh- it should be the same. As soon as you get on the highway, you turn it on because it's more comfortable and e- economical for everyone. Yeah. But. You know, whatever. People push back. What are you going to do? Push back. Uh, Speaking of other science news, um, apparently, where did this happen at? Um, Lightning. Well, lightning causes like 24,000 deaths a year globally. Really? Yeah. 24,000. It starts lots of fires. Uh, Uh, It does all sorts of things. We're not talking about like direct. No, it is. That's, That's 24 deaths globally. 24,000 deaths. And but not like strike deaths. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 24,000 people get struck by lightning to death per year? Yeah. Or that starts a fire that no, they no, die No, no, no. This, isn't, this oh. isn't including oh, fires. This isn't this including. Is people getting struck. Wow. All that's right. not... I mean, that's I mean, it's not, but... It's not that many. I don't... I don't... Yeah. It's just... That means there's 24,000 people that are kind of dumb that didn't... <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess it's not. I don't know. It just... It's hard. It's hard to put things in context. Uh, twenty four. What is twenty four thousand of seven four, billion? Yeah, eight uh, billion. It's, a lo- it's, it's not very. Bill- it's not very much. Like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a lot. Okay, fine. I. <laughs> you know what? I take back my surprise, and I say, you know what? That seems like a low number. I would think that you know two million people would die by lightning every year. Right. In Utah. <laughs> <laughs> so the best defense against lightning is a. Uh, lightning rod. Lightning rod, which Thomas, sorry, Benjamin Franklin um, invented in the, you know, Benjamin Franklin didn't invent electricity. <laughs> no, he, he captured it. 
There was no lightning before Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> he, he's the one who the fucked over these 24,000 yeah. people. <laughs> a year. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, so I don't even think he had the idea of creating something to work from electricity. He was just noticing these giant rods of power in the sky right. and was like, I wonder if that would hurt people. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, he wasn't thinking, like, could this power my horse? No, I don't, I don't believe yeah. so. Could it power my horse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next day, he's got a kite running to yeah, his horse. Yeah, running to his horse. It's <laughs> giving some extra juice. Um, so there is a uh, a research team in French, uh, in the French Riviera, that um, oh, because lightning rods are very limited in their scope. Like in order for everyone to be safe, we'd need one on like every block, right? Right. Right. Um. But they are using lasers to act as lightning rods, and how it's working. How does that work? They're predicting lightning? No, no. They just shoot up this giant oh, laser. Like it's constantly going? Like yeah. As a, like a net? Yeah. Well, during, during a thunderstorm, they shoot up um, – I can't remember how. It's super powerful, though. Enough to capture lightning. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't understand that, though. It, it, and it protects a 180-meter radius. All right. Um, that's that's – that's an okay radius. 180 miles? Meters? You meters. said meters. Okay. Is it meters or miles? Well, it's meters. What does that translate? That's like 600 feet. 12, so it's a, it's a radius, so a 1,200, 1,300 foot diameter. Uh, uh, it's only 590 feet. Yeah, so like 1,200 1, foot diameter is what it's protecting. That's not very big. I know. That's what that's I'm saying. Weak. <laughs> so it's moderate, lit, it's moderate protection. Uh, but if you could put these on every building, then I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't. It. Uh, how, how does it work here? Oh, I swear. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it works. It works. Read about it. You shoot, <laughs> <laughs> you shoot a laser during a during a thunderstorm. During a thunderstorm. I. I. This must be not the first article I does read. It, does it? Does it attract the lightning? Yeah. Or does it? Does it make it so there's no lightning? Oh, wait. That might be actually... Like it disrupts the, the yeah, energy. Yeah, that's what it does. So it doesn't attract it the way a lightning with rod does. With nature. It's going right. to screw everything no, yeah. over. Yeah. Basically, we're telling nature to save it up. Let's see. And the self-focusing, a center, a tighter beam, the intensity dependence, blah, 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 it's lighter, blah, blah, blah. Anyways. Oh. A laser filament heats the air molecules in its path, and the molecules shoot radially outwards. At supersonic speeds, leaving behind them a low-density region, that reduced-density channel has a higher conductivity, and this offers a favorable path for lightning. Oh, so then the path follows the the laser. The, 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 okay. Instead of hitting the ground. Sure. Okay. So it just makes it... Okay. I guess that kind of makes sense. I don't know, man. It works, is what they're saying. Lasers. So... Lots of applications. We need, we need more lasers. Yeah. Um... Do you know... What the fastest object to leave the Earth, the fastest object ever launched into space, do you know what it was? It would have to be something without humans. Yes. Um, maybe uh, just like a random satellite. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, it was a manhole cover. But we would... We launched a manhole cover into space? Uh, yeah. Like aboard a spacecraft? 
Where we just put no, rockets, we attached rockets to no, a manhole. No, it was launched by a nuclear bomb. <laughs> okay. They tracked this somehow? How do they know? Um, I'm not as prepared today as I usually <laughs> am. That's great. That's good. And this article that I pulled up is not as informative as I'd hoped. Um, Somehow they were able to track. I may have to edit this episode a little bit. No, it's fine. No, no, I will. Because people can Google this stuff. Yeah, it's like we're just we're just reading headlines to people. And now my internet's frozen, so (laughs) get out of this article. We're reading headlines to people. They can choose to Google it. Uh, It sounds like a like a a test nuke, maybe. And they tracked a manhole. Uh, here we go. Uh, a 1.7 nuclear weapon was detonated in an underground tunnel at a Nevada test site in 1957. Uh, what a waste of a tunnel. The test known as, as Rainier was the first fully contained underground detonation and produced no radioactive fallout. Uh, Just killed all wildlife in a 400-mile radius. Yeah, and so there was an, a manhole, manhole cover that I guess went into space. All right. Launched. Warp, All right. Warp 7. And it burned up on its way back down? <sighs> I don't was know. It was a little ball of metal when it hit the ground? Yeah, man. Interesting. This is like the worst episode we've ever done. Oh, I'm I've fine with done. it. I'm fine with it. Well, let me bring you to something funny. Okay. Or absurd, I oh. should say. I told you about this a few weeks ago. Uh, a website, neil.fun slash absurd trolley dash trolley problem. Just Google absurd trolley problem. Okay. And it's a website that gives you the trolley conundrum. The moral The, the moral, moral problem. And I'll read the first one to you. Okay. A trolley is heading towards five people. You can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, killing one person instead of five. What do you do? Pull pull the lever or do nothing? And let it kill the five. Uh, so if you pull the lever, it kills one. If you don't, it kills five. Yeah. So and uh, what's fun about this site is it tells you everyone else's responses. Right. A percentage. So I'm gonna pull the lever and it moves the trolley. You kill the person. Seventy-three percent of people ag- agree with me, and that's out of three point two million votes. And twenty-seven percent of people are stupid and think that not and doing disagree. something isn't bad. Now there's 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 you know, it just keeps going. This is level two. A trolley is heading towards five people. You can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, killing four people instead. Mm. So, do you pull the lever or not? I, I still would. Okay. And 65% of people agree with you. That seems weird. Well, just remember, if you, if you, if you don't pull the lever, Kills then you me. absolve yourself. No, that's, the, that's right? the difference. I don't believe... I don't believe in absolution by because omission. the train was already going that way. <laughs> yeah. So is it fair? No. I don't know. No, no, no. I don't believe. there. Listen, there are sins of omission. This one's pretty easy. <laughs> A trolley is heading toward five people. You can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, but then your life savings will be destroyed. So you kill five people or your life savings is destroyed. Which is only like six hundred dollars for me, so <laughs> not really. <laughs> I, w- I want to know the it. percentage. Uh, pull the lever. Yeah, sixty-three percent of people that would would get their that's their really that's really sad. That's sad. Oh, okay, 
A trolley is heading towards five people. You can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, sacrificing yourself instead of five people. See, now we're playing. I say fuck them. Now we're, pl- <laughs> now we're playing. If there's a, a, a personal interest. I do wish there was more information about the other five people. <laughs> <laughs> You're over there shouting, hey, like, who do you vote for? Have you ever touched a child inappropriately? What, uh, what's the deal with you guys? Yeah. I'm assuming you pull the lever. Oh, only f- oh, oh, forty percent of people agree with me. Sixty percent disagree. So sixty percent of the people are saying, eh, "I'll just." Yeah. The be- uh, I couldn't reach the lever, guys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Would you? Yeah, I mean, I, I got nothing going on. <laughs> <laughs> so you would save. You I mean, would save you have those? a wife and kids to take care of. I've got my birds, but I mean, they could be taken to shelters, I guess. You would save five people and kill yourself. I guess. All right. I mean, I don't know. I'm not in the moment. I say that. Well, that's I, the thing about the I moment. I may be like. The moment is very, very different. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this one's stupid. Is there a way to simulate that kind of stress? That's what we need to do. Yeah. A trolley is heading towards five people. You can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, but then the original copy of the Mona Lisa is destroyed. It's got to be 100%. <laughs> Only 78. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dude, why is everyone – like, the Mona Lisa, there's better paintings, right? Like, what's Look, the deal with the Mona Lisa? It's, it's great. Uh, you know what? But we've got pictures of it. Right? We know what it looks like. I don't think it's worth anyone's life at this point. <laughs> This one's interesting. A trolley is heading towards a rich man. The rich man offers you $500,000 to pull the lever, which will divert the trolley and kill someone else. What would you do? Oh, man. Well, if it's going to kill him anyway. No, it's killing the rich guy. Right. That's what I mean. If it's going to kill a person, you know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I do, do I do not like rich people, though. I mean. But I want $500,000. No, I, I see. And uh, would the, it looks like let's start high. Would you do it? Would you? Would you, Spencer? Would you do it for fifty million dollars? <laughs> <laughs> and now we work our way down. It's I'd like the TikTok like of a thousand dollars. I saw a TikTok about like, would you give a man a blowjob for oh. for two hundred million dollars? Oh yeah, definitely. right. And then you start working your way down. You're like, I think I might do it for like ten. Ten dollars. <laughs> Twenty. You know what? I'll pay you. I'll pay. I'll pay you. I want the experience. Yeah, he's a funny creator though, because he's like, do I get to choose? Only forty-eight percent of people agree with. So more people think you should kill the rich guy. I mean, people don't like rich people. I know. I don't. I don't care for him. Yeah. I guess it would depend on the rich person. Which is funny because everybody wants to be rich. Well, you know, if it was Elon Musk there. And he was like, "I'll give you five hundred thousand dollars." I'd right, be like, "That's true." No, I'd you, be like, "Yeah, uh, how about five billion? Yeah, <laughs> how about you half your net worth?" Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right, five hundred thousand, Elon, Bezos, Jeff, yeah. Bill. No, nah, I think uh, I think you're gonna need up that game. I'm gonna need a writing too. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. That, no, you got to work. Yeah, that's that's the gipper though. You work your way back. You find a, a ridiculous number, like a billion, and you work your way down, and you say, "This is uh, this is a hard one for me." A trolley is heading towards five lobsters. You can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, running over 
one cat, what do you do? Hmm. Lobsters th- aren't known to be super intelligent. I think I'd kill the lobsters. They're just spiders. <sighs> They're sea scorpions. They're spiders. Oh, I just killed the cat. Oops. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Only 15% of people kill the cat. 85% of people kill the lobsters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we eat lobster in a oh. in the western world. So, a trolley's heading towards five people who are sleeping and won't feel anything. They'll just mm. You can pull the lever to divert it the other track and kill someone who's wide awake. No, see, I don't think I I suffering hadn't played a role in my thinking up to this point so i don't know why it would change Ooh, it Ooh, this is 55 to 45 now if you change this if you change this and said there's a trolley that's a carcinogen that would give five people cancer <laughs> <laughs> like if you changed it to a suffering dilemma because i wasn't considering suffering i was like a trolley kills you instantly right you know but if you change it to a suffering dilemma oh, maybe it would change is, people's minds this is a great one a trolley is heading towards five people who tied themselves to the track. You can pull the lever to divert it to the other track, killing one person who accidentally tripped onto the track. No, no, yeah, no. If you have, if you want to die, you have a right to death. Bam. 80% of people agree with you. Yeah. What would you do? Oh, yeah. yeah. I would definitely. I mean, yeah, you have a right to death. Especially if it was like a religious cult thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, have these guys shown symptoms of depression? <laughs> <laughs> this was this a cult? Yeah, yeah, that's fun. <laughs> Moral dilemmas. Stupid. Your your Amazon package will be l- late. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is the one I, I I've done this before, and this is the one I thought was interesting. A trolley's heading towards your best friend. You can pull the lever to divert to a track, killing five strangers instead. Uh, yeah. See, these this this is it gets really interesting here. I think I would kill the strangers. Uh, 69% of people agree. Yeah. You start getting, you, there's a personal price, right? You start involving yourself. Right. Yeah, it's going to change. There, there could be a hundred people and my daughter, right? Mm, right. Like it doesn't, it's not going to matter at that point. So. Starting to get into cousins here. <laughs> oh, five elderly people versus a baby. I'm killing the elderly people. Yeah. 75% of people agree. (laughs) A trolley's bearing towards five identical identical clones of you. And then you're on the other track, the real you. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm not doing anything. My clones. Oh. Anyway. um, Wow, I just had a weird thought. Yeah. We were talking about suicide. (laughs) Okay. Okay. If we had a cloning technology in that if you killed yourself, there would still be a clone of you, Mm -hmm. thereby alleviating some of the trauma to the people you love or people who love you, Mm. would that make suicide easier for all people? Like if you're like... There's this thing out here. You pay a million dollars, whatever, hundred, pay a hundred dollars, and you get a clone of yourself so that you can kill yourself, and and people wouldn't suffer. That's an interesting philosophical question, right? You need to talk to Socrates about that. Socrates, that's uh, 
And then you could go into the dilemma of whether or not the people know that it's a clone. Right. You know? Right. Hmm. Well, speaking of suicide. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, it's been a while since we've done an episode, huh? Yeah. Uh, I went on a ride-along with a Layton police officer here in Utah who's a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been doing it for about, I guess, six, maybe over six months. Um, he's been a cap? Yeah. Um, and apparently he's already seen several people kill themselves. Yeah. Um, you know, you think that cops like rarely see that stuff but it sounds like they see oh they see it all the time terrible things on like a weekly basis they're the first to get there right right um, because if someone's i think even just by policy they they would be the first to get there if someone calls 911 about a body right the police are going to get there first at a matter of policy right. to secure any <coughs> to secure any potential scene Right. Right. Don't know how the person died yet. Right, right, right. So even if EMS shows up, they might not go in. <laughs> if it's They just I don't know how they cope with it, man. He's he's just telling me about yeah, he said like yeah, I uh this guy shot himself right in front of me and uh I'm going to rate that day uh 0 out of 10. Uh do not recommend. <laughs> I'm yeah. just like, dude, they just they they have to almost use humor cuz they're yes. just like they do. I don't know how uh, I I know now for sure I could not be a cop. Yeah. I can't handle that. And there's there's been lots of, maybe not lots of, but I have seen stories before where they have pictures or video of police officers or EMS investigators mm-hmm. um, laughing at crime scenes, right? And people are like, what are they laughing about? And you're like, they got to cope, man. Yeah. No, I mean, that's... Yeah. it's It might, it might sting to see people laughing at a no, murder scene. for sure. I mean, yeah. these people see this stuff every day, and... Just think about your worst, the worst thing that's happened to you on your job. <laughs> no, for sure. And you laugh about it now. It, it's, I don't know. Uh, no, if I, if, like, think back to, like, retail days. If I saw someone, if someone walked into the store and killed themselves, mm-hmm. I'd probably quit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I wouldn't keep doing it. No. You know? Um, but anyway, I went on this ride along, and my, uh, my friend, he, he seemed to be pretty good at it, um, he was uh he was really nice. He he keeps blankets in the back of his car. He doesn't have to. His wife bought him for him and he keeps them back there and we gave him to a few whacked out homeless people. Mm-hmm. Um and so I went <laughs> when he first told me he's like, "Yeah, I I uh I work at night. I work nights." And I was thinking nights like, like I used s- to work nights like a swing shift. Like it was 4 to midnight. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, "I'm ready, man. When are we doing this today?" He's like, "Yeah, be here at 10." Damn! Yeah. Oh, he's he's like <laughs> he's asleep when you text him. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm like, should I get out of this? <laughs> so, but no, I went, and it was actually a pretty slow night. Um, which I guess, uh, winter overnights are pretty slow in general for most outer city cops. Mm. Uh, I mean, Layton's a pretty busy city. It's way bigger than. It's a big city. Yeah. Um, but. We seriously went on three mental health calls. Yeah. Um, and the first one, um, a call center, I guess maybe the suicide hotline, had called Layton and asked them to check up on this woman. 
um, because she had left treatment center that day and she had called them and seemed not well. Um, so he called them and got some info from them and then we went over there and this lady had a plan. She had like down to where she and how she was going to do it. Yeah. Went into great details and it still wasn't really enough for them to do anything about it. Um, but she, I mean, she just committed not to do it right that night. So they couldn't do much about it. And then we went to a guy whose girlfriend broke up with him and said he was going to kill himself. And then when we got there, he said he was going to go out in the street and start killing everyone. And so we had, we were on this perimeter around and, um, then we just left. He said he wasn't going to, and we just <laughs> left. That was it. Um, yeah, that's questionable, isn't it? Well, he makes a threat. He was my friend's. Like, you know, if he kills himself, then what? A, it's no, no, no. It's it, like, you know, it is what it is. The threat to him is is another thing that no, yeah, yeah, into yeah. like a pink sheet. But if he's threatening to kill others, right, right, right. Um, well, they someone I guess stayed and watched for. A I while mean, the poli- and the police have, uh, you know discriminatory discretion or whatever it's right, called prosecutorial right. discretion yeah and uh, then we just did another one and and so i was talking to my friend he's like dude this is like almost all of what i do and I- there was a couple t- we found we were he was just looking at license plates in a, a hotel that the cd hotel and he's reading off all these warrants and i was like well are we gonna wait for this guy and then we got a call for a mental health thing yeah and so they are getting pulled away from real crime to to do these things and he's like i i don't know why we have to do this it seems like it should be someone else and i was like i completely agree why are we sending armed police officers well the the guy with the <laughs> who's going to go on the shooting spree no i mean uh, why are we sending armed people to go deal like big scary guys you know, police officers, right. it's seeing, being, it doesn't matter if you're being pulled over, if you're just talking, they're intimidating. Right. Um, which, oh, which is why it drives me crazy when they ask, are you, why are you nervous? Yeah, I know. Why, right? the, why the fuck would I not be? There's a man with a gun at my car door. Right. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know you, man. I don't. <laughs> um, and so I know there's been talk about it before. Um, uh, mental police or mental health officers yeah. that are that that each department has that goes out and handles this stuff, and of course, if it escalates to something like I'm going to kill everyone in my neighborhood, that's a completely different story. Yeah. Well, we have we have police officers, usually sheriff's deputies, who are trained as EMTs. Right. I don't see any reason why we couldn't have a training for well they are getting trained they're all getting trained how to deal with this mental health stuff they all are you know but but how much well just like anything just like anything else i'm sure but but too often you'll see like but my point is i don't think they need to be trained i think they need to be taken out of the picture completely that well that could work unless it's unless it's something where they're threatening other people i agree the method of suicide is important right right if it's if if there's evidence to suggest they're going to shoot themselves, then a police officer has to go to secure the scene, right? It's kind of like what Riley said when he was here. Right. Like so, cops have to secure the scene if there's any inherent danger. 
mm-hmm. right? If someone calls and says, calls 911 and says, I just took a bottle of pills. Yeah, an armed police officer doesn't necessarily need to respond to that, especially because most police officers aren't EMTs. Right. Right? And there's a, this is a, this is a tangent here, but there was a case in Salt Lake where a, a girl stabbed her boyfriend mm-hmm. in an elevator, and the police got there and did nothing to render aid to this young man. Oh, right. And he died. And, of course, Sim Gill found the, no fault of the police officers because they weren't trained paramedics. Mm-hmm. I guess they don't know how to apply pressure to a wound, but whatever. Um, the point is that they're not trained. Right. Right? So you could have – you either need to increase the scope of a police officer and give them the type of training where they de-escalate people who are suicidal. Because too often you'll see someone who's suicidal, they might have a gun on their hip, and then they get guns drawn on them. Right. But that's not how you – I understand why you did it, police officer. You're afraid for your own life, but that's not going to help here. Right. You know, you need a different kind of training uh, that that will help. So I agree. I agree that they shouldn't be going on suicide calls unless there's some sort of safety risk. I mean, the just the one with the especially where we went to this. We were there for 45 minutes with this with this lady. Yeah. And two officers were him and another guy. And I'm like, that's got to there's got to be a better way to do that. She doesn't have any weapons. She just needs someone, obviously, to talk to just to confirm she's not going to do it that night. Right. Why are we sending two, two, two Ford Explorers with full of guns? And Who <laughs> don't really – they they have, quote-unquote, some training, mm-hmm. right? But they're not well, – They're not therapists. No, they don't know really – they're not even social workers. Right. Right? They, they don't know – they don't know how to talk to people in that situation. All they know how to do is eliminate any type of threat, which is why they leave – when there's no threat. Right. You know? So um, we could we could train police officers to do that. I don't think I, – I think that's too much. I think that's too much to put on them. I think it's too much to uh, – I already think it's too much for what they're doing now, but I think it's too much to ask them to switch their brains from one thing to the other. Well, they can't. Yeah. They can't. And, you know, I don't, I don't blame them, but their evidence speaks volumes. Cops right. don't know how to switch that off. Right. Because they're trained that everything is a threat. Right. Right? They're trained to always be on guard. Right. So. So I just, I think, I think if, if, if they were to come out and say, we're going to give more training to all the cops for mental health, I would say, no, let's, let's make new cops and let's. Right. No, I agree. If you, if they had that kind of money. Because throwing more cops at the situation is not going to help. That's going to alleviate some problems, yeah, in regards to work management. But it's not going to really solve the the real complete problems. The new hotline has helped nine eight eight, yeah, for suicide. But it's once again, just as you saw, if they perceive uh, an immediate threat, they're all they can do is call the police. There's right. not an organization. No, you know, there really there should be something. If we're gonna, if we're gonna. Try and save people from killing themselves. If we are going to do that, if that's going to be something that we do, then I, it's n- it's <laughs> why are we giving it to the cops? It's just weird to me. It is weird. It seems like even the fire department would be better ha- equipped to handle that, or EMTs, or I agree. You know why why cops? It's, that's just the weirdest thing to me. Right, I agree. The unfortunate thing, I think what I think the roadblock you're running into is that. Most, um, 
maybe not most, but at least most men who attempt suicide uh-huh. is with a gun. Yeah, no, I know that is a, that's an so, issue. I mean, obviously. You know, and they're going to, suicide by cop is a real thing. It happens a lot. Because right. if they raise that gun to anybody else, they're going to be taken out. Right. You know? So. That's such an unfair thing to do to anybody. Well, the whole thing is. I mean, suicide in itself is reprehensible and unfair and, and selfish, but to make someone else do it for you is like no, it's a really big yeah. cherry on top of the no, whole it's thing. Suicide is, in, is inherently selfish, you know. Um, I think that there is a part of me that agrees that thinks that you should have a right to death if you if you want to, but that doesn't mean I won't, that I don't have my own moral belief about doing that to the people you love, right? Like, if you want to die, I think you should have a right to die. But that doesn't mean, that doesn't change my feeling about it. Right. Right? That doesn't change how I feel about what you're doing to the people who love you. Uh, but if you, if you want to die, I think you should be able to die. And, I, I mean, I get what you're saying. I just think, at the same time, there's a big difference between a 90-year-old wanting to die and a 14-year-old not wanting to... And most places, so, like... Because things can get better. Sure. You can treat yourself. Yeah. yeah there's, there's there's lots of options. There's countries in Europe... Most, most European countries have some sort of... I can't remember what they call it exactly, but something along the lines of assisted suicide, right? Right. And they have social workers, caseworkers who work with people to determine if it's, is this an acute need or a desire? Is this something more long-term? Are they suffering from something? Maybe right. it's a chronic illness or a terminal illness. So there are ways to do it, you know? Um, but ultimately, it's, it's your life. You know what I mean? I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. agree with... Listen, I... I, I think it's inherently selfish. I think it's one of the rudest things you can do to people you love. Uh, but it is your life. So. Well, is it, though? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I mean, wh- where does freedom end? No, I know. We're, right? not, we're not really free anyway. But that's <laughs> <laughs> where it's all simulation and we're pre-programmed to do everything. Sure. But, um, that's a different topic, though. <laughs> but it, it's it's your life. Yeah. Right? Um. Which is it's just funny because it bleeds into so many other topics, like um, <laughs> just anything that the, the right and left argue about abortion. Right, right. You know, um, so concerned about that did life you see that they have the freedom to choose. But anyway. um, did you see? Speaking of abortion, are we are we ready to move on? Yeah, I think we talked about. It. I w- I looked up some articles about um, crisis intervention teams and and police training that. Some some departments are going through. Uh, one article we already talked about a little bit. Um, they talked about the mental health of the police officer, which I think is absolutely crucial right. for a lot of problems. Right? I think I think we would see if the mental health of police officers was actually monitored and quantified in some way regularly. I think we would see less um, police abuse. Right. You know. Um, and so they need help. And your friend is a great example of that, you know, because he talked to a department therapist or even a chaplain. I don't know. I don't know, know what Layton has. I know that when we talked to Riley, West Valley's like hooked up with mental health right. stuff. Like they have all sorts like of stuff you, over there. Like if you witness another human being blow their head off, right. I think you should be off duty at least for that night 
and and before you go back, you need to you need to go talk to our our therapist. That and make sure seems, you're in a good headspace. Seems like that would be a good you idea. Know, I don't want you carrying a weapon right now. That right. Can, that can fuck a lot of people up. Some people can handle it, right? Some people, they have a way, or they have a better way of suppressing it. Mm-hmm. Other people, just it would just fuck you up big time. Right. And you shouldn't be out policing the community if you're that fucked up from something you witnessed. You know. So. Well. That was this. No, I agree. But do you think that witnessing that, what do you think, and obviously this isn't a, a one, you know, size fits all, but what do you think, do you think that would make you more diligent to stop suicides? Do you think seeing that would uh, push you to, you know, do more than what you would would have done in the past to stop someone from doing it. Not necessarily. If anything, it might desensitize right. you to the whole thing. Right. Now, seeing the after effects, like if he had to go interview the family, right. then you might. The next time someone's doing that, be like, dude, I saw what this did to that, that guy's wife. Don't do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but um, it might just desensitize you to, you're like, well, that one fucked me up so bad. I'm just going to look away. Look, if you want to do it, go ahead and do it. I'm not going to watch. You know what I mean? Right. Um, it. Not so the desensitize isn't even a good word, but you know what I'm talking about. Like, it might just. No, oh, yeah, I get it. You know, like my uncle, for example, he um, used to drive up on car accidents all the time, just super unlucky. Mm-hmm. You know, and he saw a couple horrific ones, and now he won't he won't stop at all if there's <laughs> an accident. He's like, I can't see that shit. You know. Right. So, um, I think that's what would happen to if you saw. I mean, it's PTSD. Yeah. Right. This is how can we expect. Um, we maybe this is a bad example, but like soldiers come home after seeing all that shit, and they have PTSD. Why would we not expect our police officers to, if they see that as well? Right. Which right. then leads to crazy other behaviors. Right. Right. It leads to aggression. It leads to anger. You know. So now they're walking around with all that pent up, thinking that the community's all fucked up anyway because of the shit they have to see. They only see people at their worst time. Right. Right. You know. So anyway, this article, and I agree, just kind of went off on that a bit. Like it's, we need training for mental health, but more importantly, or just as important, is we need to focus on the mental health of police officers. Definitely. You know, and monitor that and remove them if needed. If they can't handle it right now, like I couldn't be a cop because I would, I would beat someone. Right. You know, if I chased someone or they shot at my friends, I would beat them. I know that about myself. Right. You know, so I couldn't do it. And if the therapist interviewed me about that, they would pick up on that <laughs> and be like, this guy shouldn't be a cop. So on a scale of <laughs> one to ten. <laughs> this guy has no patience for someone trying to hurt him. Right. You know? So anyway. Yeah. Um, have you seen – I swear one of the states actually got it passed. The bill which allows you to drive in the HOV lane if you're pregnant. It came up in Utah. I know. I'm seeing. I, I googled it, and there's like. It didn't come out of committee. Six. St- I swear it passed somewhere. I think it was in Texas. It did not pass in Utah. Uh, it didn't even come out of committee in Utah. And the uh, comments on KSL were stupid. People were like, "What a waste of time!" It's like clearly you don't know what is going on. This was clearly a show. Well, yeah, it was clearly <laughs> to prove instead that. of instead of just saying because this all it first came up because of the woman in Texas who was driving in the HOV lane pregnant and said, well, I have a, fe- I have a fetus. It's two people. Right. And the cops were just, like, dumbfounded <laughs> and just, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so 
during all this abortion stuff, instead of just saying, okay, fine, the rule is the second person driving with you must be two years old, well, three years old, must be an adult. They're like, you know what? That's true. It is a person. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. You know what? Next time I get pulled over, I'm going to be like, oh, I've got trillions of babies in my ball sack. <laughs> so. so here's the best argument I saw. I love this debate because it makes it makes the right crazy. Right. You know, like, oh, it's, no, it's not a person, but it is a person. So I right. know what I know what's happening with the activism. But the best argument I saw was it's an HOV lane if they're occupying another seat in the car. Right. It's like, all right, that's actually that solves the whole that thing. That does. And instead of just saying that, they all these right wing states are like, we need to we need to make sure it's on the books. They are people. <laughs> right. <laughs> so stupid, man. Yeah. I can't I every single state that's doing it is a crazy state. Utah, Arizona. I, yeah, it was. Texas. I was pretty funny article to read because it was like, oh, I didn't know that someone uh, brought that up as part of this whole debate, you know? Because um, this, the abortion bills and the transgender bills that these legislatures—it's very scary. It's super scary. I assume that this woman. Well, I don't know. This woman is probably left-leaning that did this. Oh yeah, and she probably didn't realize that they <laughs> were going to be like, oh yeah, you're right. Right. And she's probably just like, oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> she's proving the she's point. She's just like, this is – right. you missed the whole thing, guys. Yeah. You missed the whole thing. Yeah. I, wow. It's pretty interesting. But, yeah, and Utah didn't even make it out of committee. Um. <laughs> oh, man. I, I am legitimately – I don't know what needs to happen for these abortion – laws and transgender laws even these education laws there was one that passed in florida desantis just signed uh-huh that requires teachers to vet every book they use and by vet i mean they have to scan every page of the book and it gets uploaded and someone vets it and it can take up to two weeks i'm like teachers don't just use like a handful of books that's th that's all they teach with right books so their entire classroom is full of books. So now teachers have to sit and scan every every single book, every single worksheet. I'm a little annoyed with our the bill that passed here allowing money for was it eight thousand per student per year or something or ten thousand? The vouchers to go to pub or go to go to private school or be homeschooled. I'm fine with vouchers if it's the same amount of money. The problem with this bill is I think it was more money per student than what the state spends. I don't know, man. I just think I think a lot of these private schools are dangerous, and I think the homeschooling is dangerous too. Well, and that's what needs. That's what I mean with the. If if they can say we spend four thousand dollars a year on every student in the state, mm -hmm. and you want to send your student to a private school. Will give you that four thousand dollars. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Sure, but if you're if you're saying you want to give me more now, they sh there should be well, there should still be oversight. What, what if I don't have any kids and I don't want to send anyone to school? Can I get my no? No, yeah. you're just fucked that's out. Yes, man, that's messed up. <laughs> that's that's the that's the progression of society. Well, fine, <laughs> but then I don't want my money to go to the, a pro dangerous private school where they learn that well Jesus. It's true. 
carries AR-15s, and <laughs> he wouldn't have been crucified if he had a gun. And that that raises <laughs> that raises the more important question, which is what kind of curriculum oversight is there at right private school, right, or at a home school, for example. So I don't know. I don't, did you not hear about the? I mean, you were homeschooled. Yeah, you turned out fine. You're not okay. Ca- you're not carrying. I know, guns but down I do st- know people that aren't. And you were homeschooled in Texas. I know. So it's not. Yeah, I, mean, I know. But things have progressed <laughs> <laughs> since then, and there's a there's a homeschooling group that that teaches Hitler that they're all they're uh, they're Where? Nazis. In the in, I can't remember what state it is. There's nothing they can do about it. So that, because yeah, it's not illegal, right? And and that's where that's where things should change, right? Like I don't want any money going to, uh, you know, like a, a an RLDS, you know, polygamist homeschooling group. I don't want that. Right. That's where I kind of get irritated. I'm like, well, we're gonna homeschool and teach them about polygamy and Joseph Smith and and all this stuff. I'm like, that's not. O- I'm not okay with that. These people need to go to school. I, I understand that in Utah, going to school isn't ethnically diverse all the time. You probably don't get a lot of different backgrounds like you would in college. Nonetheless, you still get some, and you still get uh, you know a general education that everybody else gets. And you, for the most part, you get to keep church and state separate. Yeah. Unless you get a whack job teacher that somehow you know doesn't ever get called on it it's a it's a very it's it's a delicate balance because if i can't if i wanted my kids to think that hitler was a hero right then i would teach them that right right i don't i don't even necessarily need to homeschool them cuz i could tell my kids look you you might learn differently in school yeah. Right. But in my in my opinion, and in the opinion of your grandparents, Hitler was a hero. Yes. And but if they get homeschooled, then they get no alternative view whatsoever. It's true. And, and that if you go to a public school, you at least get that ingrained. That and eventually well, it may come in there and be like, Wait depending a on this, that's the difference. Is depending no, on the I state understand. now. Yeah. But I'm just saying that, you know, I I think completely differently than what my mom taught me sure and uh, so well okay well then bear with me here yeah aren't you aren't you a case study sure. of, of the opposite of what you're saying well you're but saying i also i also went to college sure and got out of the house and lived with other people and got to experience other things and have progressed dramatically right and in some of these backwoods cities, that doesn't happen. You you go and you work on a farm or you you work in a local whatever, and you never are exposed to anything else. That's true, but I'm just devil's advocate here. Yeah, all I'm doing is playing devil's advocate. I don't necessarily disagree with you, uh, but um, if Joey gets homeschooled, we had a kid named Joey. He smelled <laughs> and lives on a farm. My ward. Right, lives on a farm the rest of his life. Yeah. So? He's, I guess. You know? Now, now, 
to play devil's advocate for myself. <laughs> if someone gets homeschooled. There's too many advocates <laughs> going on here. Pick a side, man. But if someone gets homeschooled and uh, or private, privately educated and they, they're raised to believe that Hitler was a hero and then they run for office. Yeah. Right? But, but then can I blame it on his education? Right? If he gets voted in. Well, uh, yeah. So it it is. I listen. I agree with you. It's a it's a very weird balancing act between freedom, and you know, perpetuating the state. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like what do we do here if these guys are raised to be anti-government or racist? Right. But I honestly I don't know. I agree with you that school offers an avenue for people to get more experiences, but nothing is more powerful than the home. I suppose you know. It's, I suppose. I mean, you could. I I don't know this for sure, but we could probably look at uh, the history of, you know, serial killers or mass well, murderers. Statistically, people that go to college, that get educated, are less likely to be dumb at. <laughs> no, I agree. But you know, if we're looking at like, was Timothy McVeigh homeschooled, right? Or, <laughs> or, 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 or would not surprise me. The, you know what I mean? The people who, um, the the deviants. You know, do we have those statistics? And I remember, um, I took in a psych class. We learned about attachment in a in a youth, youth a child psych class, right? Mm-hmm. And the the lesson was about attachment and homeschooling, and there was no statistical difference in attachment styles between. Homeschool children and non-homeschool children. Right. They had the same amount of healthy attachment and unhealthy attachment as public school. So it was kind of this this lesson to be like, look, I know there's a stigma about homeschool, but here's what the numbers say. The numbers say these kids turn out just fine, you know, and just as bad as public school (laughs) kids, you know. So, I mean, we have kids getting bullied to the point of suicide in public schools. Apparently, Timothy McVeigh was did go to high school and he was bullied. Yeah. And he believed that the United States government was the ultimate bully. He's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he was wrong in what he did. Well, that is that is something that's weird about the far right and the far or just they both think the government is a bully, but then they both don't. It's just it's kind of weird, right? I think that the far left, um, uh, let's just go with me mm-hmm. as an example. I don't know how far left I am, but I'm pretty left. Um, I believe in an idealist worldview about the government. Uh-huh. I believe the government can do good. Right. And I have an idealist belief that if we all vote and get involved, that they will do better. It might take a long time. You know, like we were talking about the other day, it it takes a long time for things to turn around to to get better, you know, or to change. Um, Whereas the far right believes the government is beyond saving. Right. We need need a fascist. We need a totalitarian to get rid of, to drain the swamp, to get rid of everybody that's in there. We trust only this one person. Everybody else is corrupt. You know, Marjorie Taylor Greene was giving a speech in Idaho the other day and polled the audience 
show of hands, how many of you think that Mitch McConnell is a Democrat? And the, the entire audience raised their hand. They think that Mitch McConnell? Dude, that's, uh, that's amazing. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely crazy. So that's, that's the far right, though. Right. Right. The far right is, here's a politician saying another politician in her own party is a Democrat. Right. Which is evil to them. The most corrupt you can be is I a Democrat. Know, it's so weird. Right? That's what my grandma says. Those Democrats are evil. Yeah. Like, what are you talking no. about? I have said this before on this show. I'll keep saying it. I don't think all Republicans are evil. I disagree with them. You know? In fact, Mitt Romney has spoken out a couple times lately. I'm like, good for Mitt. Well, yeah. Mitt Romney hates Marjorie <laughs> Taylor Greene. Well, and, and George Santos. George Santos. Yeah. He hates them. Yeah. He, For he, good reason, because is, they're uh, dumb AF. He's a Republican that still believes, as I do, that government can do good. Right. Now, we might have a different worldview about it. He thinks the government should do less to do better. Right. right? I think the government can do better just generally. I don't think we have to right. shrink it or enlarge it. I think it, we can just make it work. In some areas, we need to get bigger, like medicine, insurance, you know? So, Speaking of the government, I tell you, you hear that? Freaking people on their subs. Oh, I heard something like was playing in my ear. Yeah, that was the freaking guy driving outside <laughs> with his... <laughs> it was sounded really high, though. Like a, it makes my got, house shake. He got the tweeters going. Yeah. Speaking of the government, what do you think about uh, all the government cover-ups of all our UFOs? Dude. That's really weird because I put this thing in our rundown about the Apollo moon landings. Oh, yeah. Um, but let's talk about these UFOs because first I heard that it was really weird that they all came at once. Right. Right. <laughs> you should never come together. <laughs> uh, and then it was like, oh, one of them was just like a big Mylar balloon. Right. And then another one I saw yesterday was like, we think it may have just been launched by a hobbyist in Illinois. Which is what I said about the first one. Right. I was like, it's probably some dude in Jersey. Right. You know. <laughs> he found an old helium tank in his basement. Filled <laughs> nah, up a look. Filled up a sheet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, I, I I would be lying if I didn't say that I was like a little freaked out. But I was also listening to this book about alien invasion. <laughs> well, let me tell you what happened to me. Because uh, Sunday was last Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday was the height of it all. Right. We shot down like four, and it was oh, it was Saturday night actually, and I was wide awake for whatever reason. And I, uh, okay, well, let me backtrack in here <laughs> and say that I have mice. I have mice in the house. Right. We haven't talked about that. Spencer has a mouse I have, problem. I have some mice. I've caught roughly probably fifty of them. Here's the problem though that the people should be made aware of though. Okay. Spencer doesn't kill the mice. I don't kill the mice. I really has. He has humane living traps. Right. And my humble opinion uh -huh. is that these mice are finding their way back. I am taking them. I don't think it matters. A thousand feet that That's way. That's not that to far. A park. That's not that far. I will tell you that. Kid, do you know how? I will tell you this. <laughs> there have been a few nights where I've been cold and don't want to drive, and I release them in my far backyard. Yeah, no, they're coming back. And I know they've, they're back because they have outsmarted my traps. Yeah. This particular one that I'm dealing with now, I call him Tom. He should be Jerry. I thought Jerry was the, the cat. No, Tom's the cat. Tomcat. Oh. Isn't it? I <laughs> now, know, now I'm I, confused. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Well, either Tom or Jerry, yeah. he's freaking brilliant. 
Uh, you got to start he marking. Got halfway them. into my trap, and then was like, "Ha!" And left. Yeah. Because I, I, yeah. You anyway. need to get. You need to get like, uh, like a squirt gun with paint, <laughs> and before you let him go, just shoot him with some paint. Then you'll know if they're coming back. Because well, I, I understand why I you know, don't want to kill them. I know these aren't coming back. Cause they're That's super not far. that far away, man. That's what is. I'm telling There's you. There's tons of houses to That's stop not... to. Do you, could, you, could you walk to Provo right now? Uh, no. In my current, I'm sore from our walk around Salt <laughs> no, Lake. I'm just, saying, if you, I'm just saying generally, mentally. If I was a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> mentally, you could, walk to, you could walk to Mexico. Okay. I don't know why you think a mouse can't find its way back. Even two miles away. If this is where its fucking food is, this is where its family is, it's going to come back. It's warm. Yes, it's warm. There's food. There's family. I've heard of cats going like 10 miles. Cats. They they move much quicker. Uh, Than a mouse? Well, uh, why do you lay traps? Why can't you just reach out and grab it? I have. There's a few (laughs) that have been pretty trusting that I could have grabbed. They're trusting, but they're fucking fast. Okay. Regardless, in a cat's brain, is I'm pretty sure I'm down to like one to two mice right I now. I don't know, and because I I've been catching them and I haven't seen them except for this one that I know, and he knows me because he <laughs> sees me and he runs, and he avoids my traps. I I seriously am like plotting against this mouse, like I'm plotting, and I I set up elaborate ways to trap him, and he he defeats me every yeah. time. Yeah. Anyway, well, if you need to put out a death trap, and then you'll you'll be I the can't, ultimate winner. I can't because my birds will get into them. That is the the problem. One, I don't want to kill them because I don't kill things. I understand Two, you don't kill things. I can't. Can't you put them in a place where your birds can't get? I don't. I don't. Yeah, I, don't trust I, under, I understand. In that. fact, when I was That's fair. when I was a kid, what about poison? What? Well, I don't want my birds to get poisoned either. No, no like you, you put it down in the basement. I don't know. Well, I don't. Know. I don't want to kill them. Uh, when I was a kid, we had mice in my house. When I had birds then, and my parents used glue traps, which mm-hmm. I hated, and a bird got stuck on it one time, and we had to take it to the vet, and they had to microwave, and it was a whole thing. They got the bird off, but he lost all his feathers. It was a, a whole microwave thing. the bird? No, I guess I don't know. Maybe they just heated it up. Oh. And got it. Screw <laughs> the bird. Man, that's horrible. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I digress. I just it wanted people to know, my opinion is right. that these are all the same fucking mice. You just keep ch- catching it over again. The only way you're going to know is if you I either kill them, them or if you paint them. Or find some way if to I mark catch, them. If I catch Tom, I'll paint him. Okay. Or Jerry. Yeah, just... It does, I'll it figure it out. I mean, it doesn't have to be elaborate. We're not talking like an ear tag with a number. <laughs> just something to say, I caught that fucker, and he's back now, and I just I just, I want to feel I know that Jerry has is a returned mouse. I'm pretty sure he's the one that I actually let go and then... Saw him run back to the house. Yeah. I was like, hey, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not that far, man. Um. Anyway, okay, kay. let me paint the picture. It's like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I'm wide awake for some reason. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not tired. And I hear one of my traps close. You can hear uh, the door yeah, close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, ah. Now, do they start squeaking or scratching or sometimes, anything? Sometimes, yeah. but I have had one or two come pretty close to dying because I left him in there too long. And I'm wide awake. I'm like, I'm just going to go drive over to the park right now. It's one in the morning. Whatever. I don't care. So I get in my car. I, And this is after all the UFO stuff, right? <laughs> and I start driving <laughs> to the park. And um, let me – hold on just one second. Okay. 
uh, I'm driving. I've got my my mouse in the passenger seat. Me and him are talking. Um, and I've got uh, the sports radio station on. And <laughs> oh, you get the. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously got so scared. <laughs> it was just a test. It was. That was what was even weird. It nothing came after it. They just it just went back to regular programming. Oh, I'm that like, is weird. Usually they say it's a right? test. And but regardless, I'm hearing this. I'm like, <gasps> this is it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Being invaded. <laughs> the aliens are here. Um, and I, I, I couldn't get to sleep till like three. I was so like <laughs> wired after that. Like, <laughs> I'm like TikTok. Like, there's gotta be some just legit information on like, here. <laughs> just take me up. <laughs> take me up. <laughs> oh man. Um. Anyway, I don't know. This whole thing has been handled so weird, and the fact that no one has all the they all they've done is come out and been like, "That's <laughs> not aliens. That's crazy." Right. And I'm like. Or they're like, it turns out we've had balloons in the sky for like a hundred yeah, fucking know. years. You know what bothers me about Neil deGrasse Tyson is he always does he always treats aliens like like that's impossible. I'm like, you're an astrophysicist. He must believe in the great filter. Well, I guess. Yeah. But it's like, dude, the odds are pretty good. Well, that I there's an alien that has made faster than light speed. I think the the odds are equally as good. That the universe is so fucking big that we won't ever find each other. I guess. That's and I think that's the great filter, right? Right. The great filter being whatever there's something always that stops you. So uh I watched a couple of vi- one video where the guy was uh, someone was like, Okay, um nothing that is is that can hover in our 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 planet just with no propulsion propulsion that has faster than light speed is going to be shot down by an F twenty two and then you I told you that and you said well what if they're just so advanced that they're like what why would you do that yeah they're why like, would you do that they're so far beyond <laughs> war violence yeah it's beyond they're like these 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 they don't even have a word for I it. I don't think the American people need to worry about aliens with respect to these craft. Period. And this is going to be one of the dirtiest <laughs> things I've ever said on TikTok. This is what yes, Randy I know sent that's me. saying a lot. Shut up. But remember back in December when they achieved fusion ignition at Lawrence yeah. Livermore? That was when they fired the laser into the thing and got more energy out than they put in. That. That reminds me of Star Trek First Contact when <laughs> Zephyrin Cochran fired up the first warp drive and the Vulcans saw it and the Vulcans led in and said, Hey, we see you have warp drive technology. Welcome to the United Federation of Planets. Okay. This guy instantly discredited himself. <laughs> instantly, because... Prepare yourself for a Star Trek lesson. The people. Vulcans did not come down and say, Welcome to the Federation of Planets. This guy's an idiot. Okay? The Federation of Planets didn't exist for like 100 years after this. First Contact. All right? First Contact, April 5th, 2063. All right? That's when the Vulcans come. And Vulcans, by the way... When did they develop warp technology? The us? Yeah, yeah. Uh, leading up to April 5th, 2063. So he's, what you're saying is he's insinuating that it was like instant, like no, the next no, day. No, it was. It happened right after the warp flight. Because oh, the okay. Vulcans were traveling past the system. But the and Federation they of Planets wasn't. But the United Federation of Planets 
is something that wasn't created for 100 years later after NX01 Enterprise went out. Maybe it and this isn't your traditional Enterprise. This is the first Enterprise maybe it was piloted an idea. by Captain by Jonathan Archer. It wasn't. It's Jonathan Archer brought the Andorians and the Vulcans and the... Of course it was a human. We, of course. So and we ar- created so the United arrogant. Federation of Planets. Okay. <laughs> now, Starfleet was around like 50 or 60 years before, like as soon as... The, but this guy's an idiot. There was no Federation of Planets. Right. right? Vulcans had been here since the 50s, they're scoping this out. You know they're going to make a What a moron! They're going to make a new movie based on the Vulcans and that they had the idea... There are some people that think Jane Roddenberry was a time traveler. They had the idea of the Federation of Planets. It was just unrealized sure. at the time. Sure. That's guy's an <laughs> idiot. Also, I just want to put out a public service announcement for myself. If there is anyone out there who likes Star Trek and wants to talk about it with me, I am starved because this new season... There's got to be a podcast. This new season of... I just want to talk to somebody about how cool this new season of Star Trek Picard is, and I'm trying to talk to people, and they're just like, shut up, Spencer. I'm like, you don't understand! (laughs) Like, the Voyager B! It's the... The Enterprise... What what the hell, man? This is fucking cool! (laughs) And no one gets it. I'm just so... I'm so annoyed. Yeah, I... I, you so know, anyone out there that's nerdy and, and watching it that wants to I understand discuss how, how cool it is. It's like when I talk about up. I talk about real space travel. I just don't care. I just talk about it. Right. And you know, people are annoyed, fuck them. Right. Know, I don't care. Anyway. Yeah. So I don't think they're aliens, but they could be. They could be. Oh man. But if we did, then we didn't we didn't we didn't greet them very well. No, no, we probably won't come back. No, they're like, fuck those guys. They yeah. ruined our balloon. <laughs> <laughs> like wh- who does that? And I, now and now we can't find the wreckage. Yeah, they're like floating. They're like flipping back through their textbooks. Like remember, didn't this happen? Right. Like ten million years ago, we we used to hurt each other. Right. <laughs> you know, like or that was our our previous species that we evolved from used to they used to fight each other over shit. But the guy does bring up a good point. It could be that they sense fusion reaction, and that may be the level. That is a subplot to the book I'm listening that to. That is, well, that's the, the prime directive in Starfleet, Star Trek, is as soon as someone hits warp drive, right. typically they're advanced enough to make first contact in, as right. a species, because as a species... They're a star-faring species. Yeah, you need right. to be, you know, a certain level of intelligence and, and know right. enough about science. And once you're that smart, generally you're not as crazy. right. As, peaceful. as we are, right. unless you're the Klingons or the <laughs> Romulans <laughs> or the Cardassians. But anyway, we, you know, the Klingons actually, they stole a lot of their technology from a species that invaded their planet. I think that's pretty typical yeah. in, the, uh, in the future. You know, in the other Vulcans had, or the Romulans had it, because they're actually subspecies of, of the Vulcans. Right. You either buy it or you steal it. Right. Yeah. That's what Russia does. And us. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, China's accused us of having balloons. Over them, and the, that's the, so stupid. The government said we we don't generally use balloons, and I was like, that's that's an addition. Genuinely, Gen- Genu- generally, Genu- generally, generally, and like that's an addition. Why are we using balloons? We have satellites. I don't know that can like come down and see me waving. I don't know. Maybe they're seeding. You know, maybe they're cloud seeding. <laughs> yeah, they're doing. S- we, it's the chemtrails. We're trying to make more tornadoes in the it's Midwest. Chemtrails, man. I don't know. I, I don't get it. But, yeah, I like how this has created a little pissing match with China. They're like, you guys have balloons? Fuck you. You guys shut down our balloon. And, and, and I didn't get that. Normally, I, I don't really side with one country or another here. Right. But when they're like, 
oh, sorry, I think some guy in China let it go. Uh-huh. It's our bad. Right. You know, and we shoot it down. We're like, why the fuck did you shoot it down? Why'd you shoot down that guy's balloon? <laughs> that guy was a cool guy. It's like, you guys can't be pissed. We like Jin Wong. <laughs> he was sweet, man. That's like if one of our pilots lost control and flew over Beijing. Right. We're like, no, no, no. It's just an accident. Just swear. some guy, man. I swear. No, please. Please. No, you shot him down. You fucking assholes. I can't believe you shot him. <laughs> was a citizen what do, you, what do you mean he's flying over your nuclear site <laughs> what are you what Jeez. yeah um, i thought it was pretty weird for china to get upset about it well no. yeah i was like well so you guys are just speaking volumes here we don't generally use balloons well that you just admitted it then right uh, you just admitted it it's just a weird way to spy it's like because you would say hey if, like if 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 the defense department never used balloons they would say we don't use balloons that's absurd you guys remember in the 50s when we had, like, weather balloons? Well, we, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, you guys want to try that again? <laughs> they they really seem to calm people down. <laughs> uh, hey, it's, here's a good one. Speaking of government, this is an Axios article. You know how our air in Utah is some of the worst in the world? I do know Especially that. during the winter. We live in a valley. I will say it hasn't been as bad as usual this year, as far as I can tell. You know, in Ogden, we don't see it as much. Is that what it is? It's still here. But we live in a valley, and the cold, dirty air gets trapped by warm air. Yeah, it's, it's pretty unique to Salt yeah. Lake. Study finds one refinery creates up to 25% of Salt Lake winter smog. What? A Utah magnesium refinery is responsible for up to 25% of the fine particulate matter in the winter smog, new study finds. Um, it's called U.S. Magnesium on the Great Salt Lake's southwest corner emits high volumes of chemicals that contribute to hazardous fine particulate matter known as PM 2.5. You know what I don't understand is I, why we, we allow the refineries to remain, like in general, in any city, why, like, like I right get, in the middle of I, this. I get, like, in the big, like, Salt Lake obviously was very yeah. small. They put the refineries on the outer edges of it. Right. Now it's huge. It's surrounded by houses. It's, there's houses right. everywhere. Why are there gi- three or four giant refineries right there? That seems really, yeah. really dumb. This gets worse, though. I told you it was government, right? Yeah. State officials have a history of shielding the industry from culpability. Um,. Measurements taken in 2017 showed the plume rising from U.S. Magne- magnesium contained chlorine and brome. Is it bromine? I sure. Don't know. Bromine, bromine. And emissions haven't decreased since then. Those chemicals speed up the reaction that converts other pollutants into ammonium nitrate, the main contributor to particulate matter in Utah. Um, but regulatory records show U.S. magnesium, the only such refinery in the country, is by far the world's, the nation's biggest chlorine emitter. Um, while federal and state regulators require industrial facilities to report chlorine emissions, they do not track bromine. Huh. It's unclear whether the Utah Department of Environmental Quality will begin, like they do anything, like this, do these guys do anything, right. uh, will begin documenting bromine emissions. So even though Axios has released this article, the Environmental Quality Agency is like, oh, we don't, uh, well, we never heard of that chemical before. I, I don't know what that is. But you should stop driving less, though. Yeah. Um, it's the cars that do it, not not the factories. <laughs> Flashback, U.S. magnesium was in the news less than a month ago when the uh, Department of Environmental Quality denied the company's request to dredge canals to the Great Salt Lake 
receding shoreline, allowing it to pump 100,000 gallons of water per minute out of the lake. Governor Spencer Cox's public lands office initially asked federal regulators to approve the project, claiming it was necessary for Utah's economy and national security. But the office walked back its support after news of the proposal prompted public outcry. Fuck Spencer Cox. He's like, and yeah, yeah, like, dig oh, it. Oh, 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 I better go look yeah. at that. We got to look at that. the lakes. Ooh. Yeah, dig it. Dig a trench to the lake. Who gives a shit? Just just dig a big trench. You can take all the fucking water you need. It's it's a very, like, it, the lake right now is such a finite resource because we've blocked off all the, intri- like, we're, we're taking all the water before it gets there. Yeah. And it's shrunk so much since I moved here. Right. You can't, oh, I, don't even, I don't even see it no, anymore. No, 66%. Gone. It's just gone. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, no, fuck. yeah, you can take the water. Just it's, take it. It's a really smart long-term. What are you guys going to do? We're going to dump bromine into it. What's bromine? <laughs> We've never tracked bromine. Well, that would be really before. cool. Another thing to blow up when the lake's dry. Uh, I don't know, man. That's Spencer Cox has been pissing me off lately. And there's another great example. Like, oh, yeah, you do it again. And then people are like, hey, you shouldn't do that. No, no, don't do that. Don't. I need to get reelected. Don't. Yeah. uh don't take that water just yet. It's uh stand by. Yeah. It's a thing. It's 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 uh 25% though of the smog. Dude, that's like all the smog. Yeah, I kind of want to organize a demonstration. I think we should. We should go burn tiki torches. Yeah. Tiki torches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The guys who studied it were like standing there with monitors, you know, uh-huh. and were like thinking that the equipment was malfunctioning because it was <laughs> it was <laughs> it's like taking a geiger counter to chernobyl <laughs> like this can't be right this cannot be correct <laughs> oh man we're doomed yeah all right let's take a break and then we'll do random headlines okay i think that it might be all we have today yeah uh random headlines i can't think of anything else all right, we'll be back. Casting all the stones in perfect view. What you expect from a family that's wrecked up to the neck with all the real perfect time to collapse. And you'll find me. inviting me out, guys. It's so fun hanging out again. Well, it's a little early to say that, but I like your optimism. IDs. They're carding? You don't have a fake ID? You gotta go to Kevin Ramage. He'll make you one for 200 bucks. Plus, you gotta make out with him. What? I I can't afford $200. Oh, bummer. I guess we'll catch you later then. You were right. She was too optimistic. I know a club that doesn't card. The Club of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hey, how's the tail in there tonight? Fine as hell, dog. This is a Arctic Podcast. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines. Hey, welcome back. Hey, if you haven't listened to our band, you should. It's Rejected Takeoff. Yeah, you should uh, tell us what which one of our songs is the best song. We yep. also have a new song that I just need to finish that I... Yeah. My crippling depression and... I don't know, whatever, this whole winter thing. Yeah. Oh, man, this winter. You know what I did yesterday? You want to know what I did yesterday? I sat in my bed from... All day. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to give you a number, but then I realized... Oh, man, I'm sorry. I left for like an hour, and then I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go 
That sucks. Hang man. out in bed and watch The Great. Have you seen The Great on Hulu? I have not seen The Great. Pretty good. It's about Catherine the Great. All right. I'm sorry, man. That's a bummer. It's we did right. go see Johnny Baseball though. Yeah, went we little... saw. We went. Uh, we went downtown. If you haven't listened, if you want to listen to some solid punk rock, Johnny Baseball. They're you know guys we know from uh, from Ogden up here, and Nate, who's been on the show. Right. He's the bass player. Uh, yeah, listen to Johnny Baseball too. Bass. Yeah. Uh, they were good, man. They were pretty solid. You yeah. know, I just wish. I wish local venues. I wish there was a way to just make the stages or the sound not so crappy. Yeah, there's it's hard. Nothing, there's, no, there's no way to get a solid rock, good sound, unless you're in a giant stage. Yeah. Otherwise, it just sounds like noise. As a drummer, this is hard to say. Yeah. But generally, the problem is the drums. No, it is. They're too loud. Because they're too loud, and everything else has to match up and be as loud or louder. Plexiglass. I have thought about doing that. Plexiglass helps a little bit. Um, I like the kind that you can wrap around the symbols yep. at least, because that's the word. That's that's yeah. the biggest problem of the symbols, I I think. Yeah. Which but is why, which is why that one off when we play with off center, they use right, electric, they use electric drums. drum set. And I actually asked the drummer, I was like, "Do you like these?" He's like, "No, I don't." But right. But they make it where we don't have to play quite as loud. Right. Well, it's. And that shit's expensive is the problem, not oh, drums. Yeah. I mean, like, nice speakers and amplifiers that don't distort. Well. I, and not guitar amplifiers. I'm talking about house speakers that don't distort. No, but it's, it's not. It's, they have nice enough speakers. It, it's just that the drums, it, in order to compete with everything, everything has to be too loud for the space. Yeah. But if you, had, if you had, I mean, yes, you're right, for the space. But there's definitely some distortion in most of those local venues yes. that we see. That does happen. The speakers are distorting a bit. They're not very clean. Yeah. But those, it's expensive. So. No, I know. And, it, I mean, it is what it is. I don't know why you'd build a stage with a pole going through it or a support well, I beam. Don't th that clearly was not a venue from the start. It's I just understand. A, it's just a load-bearing member. Move the stage over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they considered it, but... You have that green room right there. What, have you not seen Joanna and uh, you can Chip. put Chip and Joanna? <laughs> yeah, you can would change take that, it. Take that load-bearing wall out, and we're going to put a beam right here. Right. Well, it's not a wall. It's a load-bearing pole. I've got, <laughs> got a load-bearing pole for you right here. I have a random headline for you. Oh, good, because mine kind of sucks. Let me ask you a question, though, first. Yeah. You like planes. You like to fly. I you do. are a pilot. If you were crashing. Yes. Descending. Descend. Okay. Um, would you scream <laughs> at an alarming, like at an alarming rate? Right? You know, you're, you know, something's, you know. Having never been in a, I'm going to die situation. I don't know how to answer that. Do you scream on roller coasters? Like first, first time, so. you know, new roller coaster, never been on it before. First I drop. I think I just sit there and experience <laughs> it. Right. I don't think I'm a screamer. I'm reading this article about that triple uh, seven that the United one. Yeah, that, that, like yeah. went down to 800 feet. Apparently, it, it had like crazy climb, almost stalled. Yeah, and then went down. Yeah, 1400 I feet. Still don't know why the hat came. Yeah, they went said. But they, this guy's in this article saying that people were screaming and praying. I understand praying, uh, but screaming, like, I might exclaim, like, if, like the hard landing you had that one time, <laughs> right? Like, you hit the ground, it might be like, oh! I but, did. but I like, 
you start descending, I don't know if I'd be like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> like, I think I would just. Some people, some people are just dramatic. And they do it, whether it's conscious or not, they do it yeah. for attention. Like, if I was hurt, like if someone was tearing my fingernails off, I might scream. Right. But, yeah, screaming. In fact, you know, some people are just weird about that. I was watching. Uh, like, if, if, if we, like, if we dropped, like, 100 feet in turbulence, I might be like, oh, shit. Yeah, no, I would. <laughs> I've done that before. Like, oh, ah. <laughs> it, it's because it's, it's, it's the shock. Right, it's the shock. Once the shock is past. I'm not going to go, ah. Right. That would yeah. be hilarious, yeah. though. <laughs> That's a lane. Crossing the Rockies. <laughs> Every time the plane moves a little. <laughs> That's what some people do, you know? And I don't really it, might be, it might be lethargic. It might be fun just to sit there, <laughs> sit in the plane. Just people yeah. just looking at you like, Jesus! <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel! I was sitting next to a guy on a flight. And he, like, kept putting his hand on the seat in front of him. <laughs> you know, like, he was kind of, like, stressed. Right. I wanted to... He looked like a... I have no idea what he was, uh-huh. but he was wearing, like, robes. Oh. I don't know if he was a preacher of some sort. Um, but I, I did almost, like, put my hand on like, it's okay. It's all right, buddy. It's all right. It's all right. Be, be fine. Bad I mean, things don't... The turbulence isn't uh, dangerous. Yeah. And we don't call it that anymore. It's rough air. It's rough air. Right. It's weird. It's actually no air. <laughs> or less air. It's you know. no, it's, it's or well, more air. Yeah, it's just it's weird. It, yeah, but it's uh, it's just lift. It's not dangerous yeah. though. It's not uh, uh, statistically. There's like hardly any accidents related to turbulence. Due to turbulence, right? Someone might get like a concussion. What, yeah. What happens is you idiots aren't wearing your seatbelts right. and you hit the top of the plane. Although there was a E175 earlier l- or last year. That hit really bad turbulence, and you know the winglets that are on the plane. Winglets, I like that. That's what yeah. they're called. <laughs> it, it fell off. Oh, the winglet fell off because probably because it wasn't attached properly. Does it kind of like lean to one side when that happens? No, they, I because at SkyWest we flew those, and I was talking to the pilots, and like, yeah, that wouldn't have done anything. Really? They're there for fuel efficiency. That's what they, they, but. Yeah, he's like that wouldn't have done anything. Just a little bit more lift or something. No, it would have. I don't think it would have done anything. Like they would have not really noticed. It's oh. just there to, yeah. Maybe they can fit an extra gallon of fuel in yeah, the I winglets. I don't know. Um. Oh, I was gonna say people. Some people are dramatic. Yeah. I wish I could re- have recorded it, but <coughs> I, you know, I watch weather, mm-hmm. and sometimes I tune into lo- local stations. Uh, like uh, it was, I think Kentucky or something. I was watching, and this neighborhood had gotten hit, and she was interviewing people right after, and everyone was like, "Yeah, you know, we're sad. We're just happy to be here." Uh, and then this lady comes up, and it's just like, <laughs> "Oh Lord!" Is she screaming? We're crying? No, or? yeah, she was. She was. I just don't know how we're gonna do. I own this ballet studio right here, and we're going to nationals in a week, and I don't know how we're going to practice. And it's just on and on, and you can tell the news lady's like, "Oh my god, this bitch." It was. This is just B-roll. Yeah, and I'm just like, this. I look. I understand something just happened. Yeah. But. Oh, it's true. Tone no, it down. Definitely, some people. Tone ha- it down. Handle. Things. 
handle things with a little more emotion than others. I just uh, she was. I was just thinking she like was of there a for the that was the attention she needed that attention. Aside from the initial shock, if I was on a plane that was diving, I don't know if I would scream. I don't think so. I might. I might talk. I might be like, "Oh fuck, man, fuck, fuck this." Oh no, you know. But yeah. just like yelling, screaming. I can't. I've never been. Yeah, in any near accident or anything <laughs> I've ever been in, I've, I've just the initial shock is maybe, but I've never. Right. Which is just I like I say, it's just. I like, guess if I hit ice, <laughs> and then I hit it in the That's initial. Like, ah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> the whole t- yeah, the whole time. You're just spinning in circles. I don't know. I don't see myself doing that. I just see myself gripping on and <laughs> waiting for it to be done. <laughs> you, you grip. When it's done, you turn down the radio. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> Driving silent. <laughs> if you're in a plane that dives like that, you unplug your headphones. <laughs> you just, just get ready for landing. Unplug yeah. the headphones. Put up your. It doesn't matter how far away yeah. you are. You're you still can still be like seven hours of the flight left. And then you're just done. You just wind like, it up. Oh, just, I am just done with this flight. I'm just going to sit here in silence. <laughs> oh, man. All right. <clears throat> an owl. An owl in New York City who became a celebrity after he escaped from the Central Park Zoo in New York City and defied capture for weeks will be allowed to keep his freedom. Well, uh, Yeah. I mean, Flacco, the Eurasian eagle owl, was sighted Thursday night as zoo staffers tried to lure him in with bait. See, this guy's as smart as my mice. He's like, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not it's taking. Like, have bait. you been to New York? There's pigeons <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Can eat four pigeons a night. That's <coughs> that's a a problem I'm having with my mice. It's they're like, make sure to put away all other food. Yeah, bird food. I'm like, <laughs> I've got bird food everywhere. It doesn't matter. Right. If I there's still gonna be bird food. They're going to go there. Like, <laughs> Are you going through less bird food now? Less? Yeah. Well, they don't get up. I have, I've rearranged the room. There's nothing. like. So were the, do elevated. you think the mice were ever eating the bird food, though? Oh, yeah. I've, I've caught them. That's why I moved everything. Oh. I, they can. They're, but jump, are you they're going, jumpers, are, yeah. and they can climb. But are you going through less bird food now that they're not eating oh, this Oh, no. Food? I didn't know. That was, never, never. That was negligible. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway. Uh he showed some interest in the calls and and the food, but the attempt was unsuccessful. Um, they're going to continue monitoring monitoring him, but they're just going to let him let him be. I wonder how he escaped. I'm always interested in the how. Well, did you hear about everything that went down in at the Dallas Zoo? Yeah, the monkeys. They yeah. s- well, someone stole first, some monkeys. First, it was a spotted leopard that escaped. It was a big deal. Okay. Because it's a leopard. Right, a cat. And yeah. they're like, <coughs> the news came on and. Uh, I followed Dallas News still, so I kept getting alerts. And right. like, Dallas police expect <coughs> foul play, <laughs> and someone had cut the leopard's fence open. Ah. And he escaped. And so they got him back, but then uh, a, a vulture died. And then that was suspicious. And then the monkeys got captured, and they're like, what is going on here? Yeah. So how they how found did they capture they the monkeys? They, uh, they just took him out, and they, <coughs> they, they found him in somebody's closet. Wait, but it's one thing to, like, cut a hole in the enclosure and get in there. Right. It's another thing to catch a monkey. I don't know. It must have been, like, uh, an employee. Like, you can't even catch a mouse. I have caught 40 <laughs> mice, thank you very You've much. You've caught two, and they, <laughs> they've come back 20 times. Whatever. <laughs> um, anyway, so this cool big giant owl 
Hopefully he doesn't like create a new sub owl pigeon yeah, species. Yeah, is he invasive? Well, yeah, he's a Eurasian. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got no mate. But yeah. life will find a way. Life. Ah, <laughs> uh, ah, uh, life, ah. Uh. <laughs> what was that? It's Peter Griffin. No, I know, but no. you remember... Oh, last time you were here... Oh, never mind. All right. <laughs> it was funny, though, because it was... What happened? Oh, I'll figure it out. Uh, I said that to you as you were leaving. Ah, yeah. Um, A pig. I, this isn't swine news because it's not like the pig wasn't killing anyone. Or doing meth. <laughs> or doing meth. Yeah. Or cocaine, like Cocaine Bear, which is a movie that's coming out based on our true story. Mm-hmm. Police in Alaska said a wandering pig that looked cold at the side of the road got a lift home in a patrol cruiser. The Anchorage Police Department posted a photo showing the pet pig <laughs> riding in the back of one of the department's patrol cruisers in Fairview. We got a call <laughs> last night concern from a concerned citizen regarding a pig in Fairview. Fairview standing on the side of the road. He was standing on the side of the road. <laughs> he was, <laughs> he's he's uh, bipedal upright. now. Yeah. <laughs> and he looked cold. Uh, we're all familiar with refrigerated bacon. We just never thought we'd respond to a call. Come on, police. If you his look in this... Was, his name was Portly. If you watch the video closely, you'll see the police officer pass several homeless people <laughs> who were cold on the street. <laughs> but he had to pick up the pig. Can you imagine being a homeless person? No, that's what I, the first thing I thought just of. Just freezing. These cops drive by. Is that a fucking pig? Come on, pig. First of all, that's my pet pig. Oh, uh, yeah, I I can. I can't imagine, you know, picking up a newspaper, homeless, <laughs> reading it. I asked them to help me last <laughs> night. It was negative 30 degrees. It's cold. Oh, man. A tiny, speaking of mice, a tiny California mouse now has a big title after winning a Guinness World Records for longevity. A Pacific pocket mouse named Pat, after Star Trek actor Patrick Stewart, Received the Guinness approval Wednesday as the oldest living mouse in human care at the ripe old age of nine years old and 209 days. He was promptly fed to the Eurasian owl. In the <laughs> 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 Pat was born at the uh, San Diego Zoo Safari Park on July 14, 2013, under a conservation breeding program. Ten-year-old, what kind of mouse? A Pacific pocket mouse. Ten-year-old mouse. That is old. The Pat thing is a little strange. Uh, like, it's really random. I don't, yeah, I don't like, know. I know you love Patrick Stewart. Yeah, but, I just uh, don't. Name a mouse after I, I mean, I name my birds after, like, uh, uh, obscure cartoon characters. Is this mouse bald? Yeah, I know. Like, what? You know, like. And why not call him Patrick? Yeah. Like, my, my, or get creative with it. Like one of my parakeets, Sir Pat, is named uh, Sulu, mm. or George Taquit. Ah, Taquit, yeah. yeah, that's clever. Yeah, yeah. just Pat. He's not even Patrick. Yeah, Stuart, like Stuart Little. I don't, I don't know. Ah, you see, now you're on a uh, Pacific yeah. Pocket Mouse, Pat the Pacific Pocket Mouse. That kind of, I yeah. don't know. But you could just name him Pat and just say that's his name, right? Like, I'm curious like, now. Like, I don't say, this is my friend Brian. 
He's named after <laughs> Brian Adams, <laughs> the renowned Canadian singer. <laughs> That's true. I'm curious too. Do you know if Patrick Stewart goes by Pat? I never. I don't know. Hmm. I. Patty. I've never. I've never seen him called that in any interview I've watched of him or anything. Yeah. Who knows? Celebrities. You need to read interviews of people he worked with. Right. Right. That's, that's when they get called. The right. Right. Yeah. You know, actually, I've heard them say Patrick. Yeah. In some of the Patrick came up and talked to me and blah blah blah. And we decided to do. And I think uh, it's one of those names that you either like. I knew a guy named Patrick who went. He just went by Pat. Right. So I, we never called I him have, Patrick. I know someone that uh, as well. It's one of those names. Yeah. That you just. It's one or the other. Yeah. You know. Anyway, so. so um, yeah. <laughs> the the mouse. Hopefully the mouse. none of my mouses live nine years. You know, I will say this about my mice. If it was just Jerry, and if Jerry could swear to me that he's not going to bring any other friends in the house, and he's just going to hang out, eat the leftover bird food, I'd say, okay, Jerry. Right. You can live here. That's fine. People buy mice yeah. as pets. But it's the fact that Jerry brings his friends in. Yep. And, and and he shows them the way back. And shows them how to get here that, that perturbs yeah. me. Uh, I don't know how to communicate with Jerry and be like, look, bro, uh, stop bringing your friends over you could and try I'll it. leave you alone. You could try talking to him the way that you I already do. You know, people I'm talk. Like, people Jerry, talk, you <laughs> People talk to plants. Yeah. You know, so you'd be like, I caught you. Like, I'm going to drop you off at this park. If you find your way back, that's fine. But, right. you know, I'm just I'm asking you as a professional courtesy <laughs> to not bring any anybody else back. You know, uh, I should when I drop them off, I should leave them some food, huh? some bird seed or just like throw it. So they think it's a new a, a new and, you know, throw the mouse. I mean, like right. throw him. <laughs> right, 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 right. And then throw some food and then they'll associate being thrown with food. <laughs> And start jumping off of trees. Is that how it worked? <laughs> like if someone threw me and then gave me food, I wouldn't be like, "Why are we? Yeah, you haven't you, thrown me yet." But you're human. We can't eat dinner. You're human. <laughs> um, what you know? What we didn't talk about is Turkey. Oh, in Syria. In Syria, it's past forty-six thousand today. Really? Yeah. Did this morning, I googled the, it this morning. There was one story where they pulled out a kid alive with his parakeet. Wow. Yeah, I saw a couple eleven days. Oh yeah, there was quite. There was a whole family that got pulled out after like that's insane. Ninety two hours or something. So yeah, last update fourteen hours ago. Couple saved more than twelve days after. Uh, forty six thousand dead. Oh, Biden went. Did you know? Oh no, sorry, Blinken. I thought it said Biden. Mm. Well, Blinken was in Munich for some summit, so he must have. We had. Uh, there were some firefighters from Utah who went to, to Turkey. Yeah, and some dogs. I just it's um, insane. It's so like I don't even know what to say about it. It's so sad. Like, it's uh, crazy, man. This amount of people is just. I um, don't even know what to think. I just don't know, like, if we get a because seven point eight earthquake is incredible. It's big. It's a massive earthquake. Yeah. Uh, having been in what was ours, 5.6, uh, that was pretty intense. Uh, everything shook. But based on the scale. I didn't personally have any damage. No. This house obviously survived. Uh, there was damage uh, quite a bit. Nothing, obviously, no buildings collapsed completely. Yeah. But if we got a 7.8 here, uh, 
do we have a similar result, or is this specifically uh, because Turkey has crappy buildings? Well, I think it's crappy buildings and a ton of people in those cities. Like that's true. Some massive cities. That's true. So having one in Utah, like if New York got uh, hit by a seven point eight. Yeah, you probably see that. I mean, I th- the the infrastructure is nicer, right? Like steel holds up, it flexes. Well, uh, but uh, that being said, though, I feel like it would have to be somewhere on the East Coast, somewhere that has buildings that are older, because there are buildings there that are older than our buildings. It doesn't take much to kill a human, though. Well, I know you could have your roof collapse and you're done. Well, yes, you know? but I mean. The videos the next day, there were hundreds of them of buildings just falling. falling randomly. And they were all different buildings. Yeah. It wasn't one bit. It was, and I just don't know if that happens here. If our buildings are, I don't know. Are I mean, I, I we certainly have codes, building right. codes. You know, I I think I read an article that they're arresting contractors or architects or something along those lines in Syria. Oh, really? Yeah. So, um, I I can't imagine the codes were followed that closely. Right. You know, especially in Syria, with the turmoil they've been in. Um, but I don't know what would happen if we had a seven point eight. But ac- according to the Richter scale, isn't a seven point eight would be like like a a thousand times more oh, powerful yeah, or some some like shit? Th- it goes up so much. It's with exponential. The numbers, yeah, because people are like, oh, it's only a little higher seven, but it's like massive. Like I think the that difference between huge earthquake. Yeah, I think the difference between five and six is like a thousand times. Yeah, it's insane. So seven point eight is a incredibly destructive earthquake. Right. It's not, and there were two of them. Yeah, like seven point eight or seven point four, then seven point eight. I right. think, and that is, it's very uncommon, right, to have that big of an earthquake. The, s- the scale we use doesn't do it justice. No, it should no. be like out of a million. Yeah, <laughs> and we're like, oh, the one in Utah was like a five thousand. <laughs> this one was like a nine hundred thousand. Yeah, it's the scale is crazy. It's like decibels. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, I don't know what to I don't even like I said, I don't even know how to think about something this big. Um that many people um you know, what if what do you what do you what do you do with all the debris, all the bodies? It's I the cleanup is just <laughs> Where do you even start? It's crazy. Hold on, I found a calculator. For the Richter scale? Yeah, I think so. There's got to be something that they can relate it to, right? Like kilotons or something? What is this? No, this isn't right. Oh. So a seven, I found a thing that said, oh, each level is ten times stronger than the previous level. So this earthquake was, in essence, was 100 times stronger than the one we had in Utah. Wow. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. And they happen in population every 50 years, actually closer to every 100 years, an earthquake this big. Oh. Um, severe. They occur monthly, but not in population. Um. It's, I, yeah, I don't even... <laughs> we should... Uh, we should start a segment. Well, we're pretty much done here, right? But I was just thinking, m- moving off of earthquakes, yep. before we're done, I just want to tell you how stupid Marjorie Taylor Greene is. <laughs> we, should, we could have a segment about 
Uh, is she Boner? Or she gets nominated on X96's Boner of the Day like every other day. She's so dumb. She is dumb. It's yeah. It's one thing to be, it's one thing to just be uh, outraged all the time right. as a politician, right? Um, it's another thing to be outraged and say dumb things like Jewish space lasers. So, uh, the, what she said this week about the balloon, because she's all you know. Doesn't matter what Joe does. Yeah. Right. So she was complaining about the Chinese balloon not being shot down sooner. And the Chinese balloon was like, you know, three school bun- buses long. It's huge. It's a big balloon. Oh, is this when she, she said yeah, that? Yeah. And she <laughs> said um, when United Flight 93 crashed during 9-11 – it didn't spread debris everywhere because the word they're like, well, we can't shoot it down because it's going to spread debris everywhere, right? And she said, well, uh, Flight ninety three didn't spread debris everywhere. She was she thinking it was shot out of the sky? I, I think <laughs> she's just stupid. <laughs> she's just stupid. Yeah. And it's like, well, that plane was nose dived into the ground, right? You can't. We're talking about something that explodes midair. Right, and showers down. And debris down. is scattered everywhere. Right, it's like a sphere of debris that expands. So you expands. have a freaking, you know, well, we giant chunk of metal land through your roof. Right. Like, for example, just recently when that United plane, uh, that 777 had the engine explode over Colorado. Yeah. And, like, these people uh, had an uh, engine, half an engine just land in their yard. <laughs> That's right? so crazy. It just... That's what we're talking about. Right. And it, it was over miles. Right. First of all, we didn't even know what it was. Right. So for all we know, we shot it down, and there's a nuke on board. Right. We don't, <laughs> we don't know. I mean, but I think I think the awful thing there is the comparison to anything 9-11. Right? Like How that's you get away with that? Why was that your go-to? You could have used any number of plane crashes to make your point. Uh, there's probably... You could use the Lockerbie bombing. Because it, it blew out of the sky, but you <laughs> yeah. know what it did? It spread debris over thousands right, miles. You know, miles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just a weird, it's a weird go-to. Like, to go anything 9-11, like, I don't know. I don't, yeah, that, it's, it's a, it's a gaffe, to say the least. <laughs> She's dumb. All right, well, I guess that's it. My voice is starting to get hoarse, so we should probably stop talking. Whore. My voice is getting whore. <laughs> My voice is getting poor. All right. Well, uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. Um, you can find us at the Our Take Pod. That's our handle on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Go to theourtakepodcast.com. You can watch some of our full episodes and check out our merch. Not this one, though. We didn't record this one. No, right? we didn't. My computer wouldn't work. But, work. you know, I don't know if people watch them anyway, so it doesn't yeah, matter. That's true. But you can watch some. Yeah, that's true. If you want to see how the magic happens. On the show. And <laughs> and then watch the show after. <laughs> yeah. If you, you close that tab and go to uh, the art. We, I mean, we are brought to you by Bang Bros. But anyway, uh, for episode 136, I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. I'll see you next time.